Scotty McCreary, you got Tig and Dano. Good morning, guys. 608. Can you hear me, Dano? In your headphones? Oh, let me put my headphones on. I have to 102 today. So that's pretty exciting stuff. Hello, good morning. Can you yeah, hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're on. All right. You know what uh, this weekend yeah, After is, all these, these months, you don't have to, if you've got the microphone on or not, I don't understand. I, I couldn't hear myself this morning. So um, I was just double-checking to make sure we could entertain the masses uh, this weekend, Dana. You know what starts this very weekend? Is it college football? Yes, it is. In Nebraska, you got UCLA. I mean, so there's some good games on, but then, like, the bigger stuff starts the next weekend with, you know, Oklahoma and Alabama and all that kind of stuff. And I was thinking, you know, eventually sports betting, I think, will become legal in the state of Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, and we were for many years in states where we couldn't gamble on sports, but I would get on these uh, sketchy offshore Internet websites. And I think it's illegal. But I have, have you ever read in the paper or on the Internet of anybody going to jail for gambling on a, a sports site? I don't think they prosecute it. I haven't yet. But I think if some idiot were to get on the air and admit that they did that openly, then probably somebody would get arrested. It's so sketchy because I would get on these, like, weird out-of-the-country websites and, um, you know, you put your little bets on whatever team you wanted to. And when they took your credit card information, they would put a charge. You know, if I wanted, let's say I wanted $500, take out $500 for the season. And because they couldn't put illegal gambling on your credit card, they would always assign it to some kind of weird shop. And it would be like, you bought $500 worth of dolls at a toy store in Singapore. Ooh. And I was like. That's worse. That's, I don't know. I was like, if my wife gets a hold of this credit card thing, like, I could explain the gambling. (laughs) But then I wouldn't be able to explain how I bought China dolls, you know? You spend $500 on a doll. She ain't going to think it's a toy doll. She's going to think it's one of those weird. Like a girlfriend doll. Yeah. So, I mean, and then, so let's say, let's run this scenario. She finds the statement. And says, why did you spend $500 at a Singapore doll shop? And I would say, oh, that's gambling money. And she, it would be like she would never believe that. She'd never buy it. Right. She would get a divorce. But that's how they get around it. Like, it never says. It looks like you bought stuff. and. But they should have something better than doll shop. They Something that's almost believable, like $500 donation to the Taliban. Why would rather have that <laughs> show like up a, than five hundred dollars at a doll store? So you want to get in on some of this action this year? Mm. Give me some money. You go in two fifty. I'll go in two fifty, and we'll buy some dolls. Do you know enough about sports in order to? No, 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 no. But I will tell you this: it makes it. And I'm not encouraging gambling, but for me in my life, there's some games you don't care about, but you want to be entertained. And when you put some skin in the game, it's a lot more exciting to watch that game. And I can get you in on some of this if you want. I'm sure you could get me I'm in su- on all of it. I'm such a good friend because I'm not asking you to put your name on anything. I'll t- I'll do the time for you, my friend, if I get busted. Well, we've done gambling ventures before, and basically what that means is I give Ty all my money, and then Ty comes back with zero of my money, and he's <laughs> like, oh, man, you know, just got robbed. And then if Ty goes out with his own money just alone, he's like, man, you're not going to believe it. I won like 10 grand. Like, right. Is there any part of you that's considered that you actually won some bets? And that is said, uh, no, you, I, you I really do trust you when it comes okay. to that. I don't think you'd do me dirty like that unless I'm completely wrong. I mean, you, no. you do spend $500 at doll shop, so maybe I don't really know you at all. <laughs> uh, we still got 740 today, Daniel. Uh, Jimmy Buffett musical. What's it called? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. I've told right, you a hundred times. Can you not remember it at all? Just think really hard. Return to Margaritaville. Escape to Margaritaville. Escape to Margaritaville. Jeez, man. And that's your chance coming up at 740 <laughs> right here on 9. 90-
The Bull. It's Tig and Daniel. 622. Time now for Did You See? Brought to you by Daniel's dentist, Hugh McDougal Dentistry. Good morning, Daniel. What's going on in the world? Well, did you see that? Uh, thank God. Well, I start with some really good news. That three-year-old that was in the hospital here in Tulsa, she would have battling COVID. They had her on that little machine that, like, shakes her, yeah. vibrates her lungs to uh, clear out, you know, clear out the lungs. What they had to do for a lot of people with uh, cystic, cystic fibrosis kind of. Mm-hmm. Jarred that stuff loose. Anyway, we all saw that video over the weekend. Heartbreaking. Anyway, Aurora's medical team is amazed at how quickly she's turned around. No oxygen last night, and uh, they released her from the hospital. I don't see like how her parents like dealt with that. Because one time I took my son to the hospital, and all they did was put an IV in him, mm-hmm. and I cried like a baby. It was actually kind of pathetic. And my wife looks at me and is like, are you crazy? But I could not stand to see a, a child in pain. And even watching that video was tough for me. Um, but she made a pretty, they were get, got her out of the ICU pretty quick, got a regular bed, and now she's at the house, huh? I guess the way parents do it is they have no choice. You know, you've got to oh, so you, you do what you got to do. And uh, thank God she's at home. She looks happy now. I like to see that. Also, did you see that there are, when you think about cats and dogs up for adoption, just in Tulsa, how many do you think are up for adoption right now? If you had to, like, a loose guess. Man, uh, probably... I would say 30 or 40. Oh, almost double that. 73 adoptable dogs and cats looking uh, for homes in the Tulsa area. And, boy, that'd be a tough job, wouldn't it, having to? That is difficult. Heck, it's difficult even walking into those places. Mm-hmm. I mean, much less working there and volunteering there. And you see, like, these dogs. And the saddest ones to me are not the puppies and the kittens, but the the dog that's, like, eight. And owner passed away. Or the family didn't want the dog or whatever. And you're like, what are the chances of an eight-year-old dog getting adopted? Because everybody kind of wants to start out with a puppy and, you know, watch them grow and stuff. And it's just heartbreaking. That's true. And I will say, I think owning a pet increases your happiness in life by at least 10 to 20%. Think so? That's a lot, man. Your dog, I know you love your dog, but Mm -hmm. you really do feel a lot better with a dog around? Oh, my gosh, yes. Like, in bed at night when he um, climbs up in the bed real slow and then tries to smother me with my pillow i love it <laughs> it's very no but i get for real he'll hop up there and then he'll lay down and like do this thing where he goes in circle try to get comfortable then he lays down his back is right up against my back oh yeah yeah i like it a lot it's uh you know if people could be like dogs because dogs are just unconditional lovers you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i mean most of them and there's some bad ones well, i don't but... consider my dog a lover but that's fine they just love you know, and they doesn't do, he yeah. get excited when you come home? To, uh, you know, you know when he was a puppy, he did. Now I walk in, and he just looks at me like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> it's like it's like a marriage. <laughs> like at first, you're like, "Hey, honey," and then eventually, right. you're like, "Oh, she's back." It's uh, six twenty-four with Tiger Daniel ninety-eight-five. Oh, you didn't have any news stories? No, I was I was hanging on to you this morning. Oh, well, I thought you, you kind of got some of mine. So oh, I just big let news! You your son, I didn't realize this, has gotten engaged uh, in his second day in kindergarten. That's right. I uh, went and picked my little five-year-old up from kindergarten. He's, ha- you know, when you send your kid off to kindergarten, that first day, you're like, you know, where's he going to sit in the lunchroom? Will he have any friends? And uh, big news is that he, uh, I heard a little girl say, "I'm getting married on the playground tomorrow," and then Mac later on said, "You know, I'm getting married on the playground tomorrow." So. I told him not to do it. They're moving way too fast. Is they he, are five are they, years old. Are they doing a, pr- a play, playground prenup? Or? I, I hope so. Maybe she's the rich one. Maybe she should get the... Uh, but, could be a, um, could be a vicious pixie stick battle over I, who's going to get all the candy in the divorce. <laughs> I wasn't invited to the wedding, which hurts. I, I'm his daddy. Who's officiating it? Some other kid on the playground, I guess. Oh, my gosh. The principal. Um, when we come back, Daniel has bought somebody in the building a gift. 
because you know this guy, he likes this kind of stuff. Well, we'll say that uh, you got... I got Houdal something. Mm-hmm. And Houdal collects hats. But the problem is I really like this thing that I got him. And now I'm considering not giving it to him. And I want to know if I'm going to go to hell or not That's, if I uh, don't give it to him. Moments away right here on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... Look, Brian's on 98.5 The Bull, 642 with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. Uh, Tig, we can all agree that uh, nightmares are the worst, right? Yeah. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. But I got to wonder, do you think a nightmare is worse or what I call an all right mare? That's where you dream something super happy and then you have to wake up to... You the wish new it normal was, order, yeah. Right, yeah. I guess what you're saying, um, the ones that stick out of my head are the ones where I was really like liking the dream and almost tried to get back into it, and it doesn't ever work, it seems like that. I've had a couple of all right mares. One was uh, I've won like the lottery, something like that, and in my dream I'm so happy, like, oh, everything's fine, everything's, you know, no more financial worries, all that. Wake up, boom, still broke. <laughs> and the really, really heartbreaking, which I think is way worse than even a nightmare, is when you have this dream that you dream that somebody's still alive, that you miss a lot. Yeah, that's right. And then you have to wake up and then relive the heartbreak all over again. So I kind of feel like all nightmares are worse in some ways. Yeah, it's like your brain's playing a prank on you or something because uh, you're right. I, nightmares suck. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I've, I've woken up and then my whole day's messed up because I was, I don't know, jolty or something over it. But, uh, like, when I lost my dad here earlier, I'll have a dream about him here and there. And it's almost like in the dream, he didn't even die. You know, mm. you don't even remember that. It's like you're not calculating that. And then you go, oh, yeah, that, that's true. That actually did happen. So you might be on to something. Maybe night, when we have a nightmare, we should be uh, thanking our lucky stars. Thank God I had a nightmare last yeah, night. But I also don't want that, that weird, what is that, sleep paralysis nightmare that people have where they're just in complete agony for eight hours. That's, that would be way worse than an all right mirror, I believe. What is that? Have you not seen this? Uh, there's, I think, a documentary on it on Netflix where people, uh, I guess, their mind is awake, but their body's asleep. And so they... And they, they're just frozen there in terror for, like, the duration of the night. They can't move? Yeah. Have you oh never heard of this God. sleep paralysis? No, I don't think I ever have. My you, dad said he experienced it once. I don't know if he's you know crazy or not, but he said he was he was his body was awake. His wait, wait, his body was asleep, but uh-huh. his mind was awake. So you're just laying there, you can't do anything. I think he was just having a nightmare. Or could have been dreaming claims, that, right? He claims that it actually happened. That his body was asleep, but mind was awake. Ah, uh, what a disaster! Either way, you might be onto something. Okay, I'd rather have nightmares, I think. You're right. Because it it's like heartbreaking when, oh, that, that, gummit, that's ru- that really did happen. you wake up and you're like, oh, still gone, uh, and then yeah, tears and all that's that. That's right. Oh, man, I had a terrible dream the other night, too, that my army was invaded by those army worms. Your army was invaded by the army worms? That the yard was invaded by oh, army worms. And they, they're out there. They are. I went out and uh, did some, I did some uh, investigations yesterday in my yard. Did you? Yeah, they're just tearing my place up. And the guy across the street, this guy goes, he loves his grass so much. He waters it. He goes out there, talks to his grass. He talks to me about his grass. He's one of the, he cuts his grass like, I swear this guy does it every three days. And his, he's heartbroken because his life's work, that's his art. That is his palate. He's got some life then. And these army worms have come in and, and destroyed it. But there is uh, hope. And that's MCO PC, MCO Termite and Pest Control here in town. It's who I use. And not only can they handle your army worm problem, uh, you still 
get mosquitoes out there. Walking the dog yesterday, I was eating up. But at my yard, it's like a harbor where mosquitoes don't hang out because of the treatment they did. So if you're looking to enjoy before we get into the cooler and cold weather, out on the porch cooking out a few more times, get that mosquito treatment from Emco Termite Pest Control. That's what I did. They got into my crawl space, dude. Hey, hey now. Are they insane? I, I don't go. I own that house. I don't go into the crawl space or the attic. They get it all when you call Emco Pest Control, and you can uh, get going now. If you got those, hey, I would not wait on these army worms because guess what? They don't slowly eat your grass. I swear I went out one day. And overnight, it was like, what in the world is happening out here? And so you don't want to wait. MCOPC.com, as in pest control, E-M-C-O. That's MCOPC.com. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... Oh, my God. I blew it this morning. I am in big trouble. Big trouble at the house. Let me turn on your mic. Casey's here okay. from Chubbs and Casey. I want a lady's perspective on this. I'm nervous. What did you do? Um, so my little boy's in kindergarten. Yeah. And I pick him up in the afternoons. Okay. Now, he brings his backpack into my car. Okay. He takes his backpack <sighs> off in my car. Yeah. Last night, my wife, Brittany, is like, Ty, no matter what, do not forget to get that backpack out of your car. Did you? Before you go to work. I said, Brittany, please. I'm not an idiot. But. I'm not going to forget something so important as my son's backpack. He's the love of my life. Uh-huh. I think about it constantly. There's no way I'm going to forget his backpack. But you did. Is that what you're about his to say? His backpack is sitting up here at uh-huh. the radio station in the back of my car. So School starts in 15 minutes. So you've ruined kindergarten for your son. Is that what you're telling well, me? Well, he needs that backpack. And of course uh, he I'm does. not even worried about my son's day. I'm worried about my day now because uh-huh. it's going to get pretty rough at the house. Um, and so the reason Daniel isn't talking right now is because Daniel is in my car right now. Oh. Speeding through traffic like Grand Theft Auto. Oh. To meet them at the school before he walks in. Real nice. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I blew it. You blew it. But I'll yeah. tell you this, Casey, guys, we can't help it. Like, you almost can't even be mad no. at us. You almost mm. can't, like, we're born stupid or something. No. And no. Those, those details, what do you mean, no? You can be mad about it because here's the thing why do moms always have to make up for it or figure out another way to fix? Your mistake. You married us. You know what you're getting into. I know. <laughs> I know. But it doesn't mean that it was our fault. I want to. I need you to feel better. You can't put it back on that. What's the stupidest thing your your husband? Can you remember anything off the oh, top of your head? Oh my gosh. So I'll um, just feel better about myself. This has definitely happened before, uh, where he's forgotten to send lunch at all with oh, our one year old at the time. <laughs> um, a water bottle. I feel better now. Uh, oh yeah, I won't say that this never happens. I mean, I've forgotten stuff from time to time, but nah. women, we just do it a lot less yeah, than you guys do. Your brains are sharper or something. I don't know You're what right. it is. Mama You're right. bear. But uh, so what is my day going to look like? Am I think uh, Who are you more afraid of at this point? Are you afraid of um, your son being mad at you no, or your wife? No, my wife. What? Uh, your wife isn't scary. Oh, you, huh. what, what do you think? What do you think she's going to do? Um, you look genuinely concerned. <laughs> I, Should I, I, I be worried for you? I don't even want to speak of it. I have no idea. No, it's a mistake. However, this is what you go home and do to make it a better afternoon. Okay. You go home and uh, you say, hey, I messed up. I can't believe I forgot. However, I'm going to start getting in a habit of taking it out every afternoon. 
immediately so yeah. this never okay. happens I, again. You know what? I'm going to learn from my mistake. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. You're being proactive. Got it. And I need. Uh, I, I feel so bad this morning, but I think I want to take some calls on the dumbest things your husbands have done when it came to your kids. Don't feel bad about that. I I'm guarantee gonna... you that any woman would be happy to call in so, and, yeah. and chime in for that. Yeah, the dumb thing your husband did with mm-hmm. respect to the kids, I'd like to hear it. So it's just all about me. This I got to feel better. I think I feel that terrible. you need to set a limit of maybe three. Maybe a limit of three per phone call because the list of things of the, the dumb stuff your husbands have done, I mean, it's really limitless. Okay, well, let's try it out. 918-879-9898. I have my son's backpack and he doesn't have it because it's at work with me and Way now it's getting rushed downtown. But now it's going to come full circle and we'll make everybody feel better. 918-879-9898. Dumb things your husband has done. And maybe maybe they're dumber than me. I doubt it, though. We'll see. Mm. 918-87. Oh, man. I, I blew it this morning. What's up? It's Ty. Daniel's not here because Daniel was rushing my son's backpack down to uh, Midtown to his uh, kindergarten school. We're going to call Daniel um, because my wife last night said, Ty, get that backpack out of your car before you go to work. He's going to need that in the morning. I said, Freddie, please. I got this. And uh, we're going to call Daniel now to see if he's made it. Did they get the backpack to my son one time? Hello. Hey, where are you at? I'm uh, getting here at the quick trip now to uh, meet your wife. And uh, I'm worried she's going to rip my head off. Well, she it's part of your responsibility. Best friends, you should have told really. told me to remember to get the backpack. So situation is backpacks in my car. You just got in my car and went down to a quick trip near the school to meet with her. And you made it to the quick trip. Is she there? Oh, yeah, she's right. Uh-oh. It's not looking good for real, man. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. So she is upset. Hi, Abby. Hey. Hey, now. I'm not speaking. She's not talking. Nah, she's not. <laughs> oh, my God. What's up, Meg? Here you go. Oh, still not said a word. What is in there that he in the car? Is there a water bottle in the car? No, there's not. The water bottle's not. Uh, in the no. Car. No, now she's. Oh, now he's in trouble. He doesn't have his water bottle. Oh, Max in trouble. She's not up. Yeah, she's not up for tomfoolery today. He's <laughs> gonna miss breakfast. You want me to go in there and get him like a taquito? Uh oh. All right. Sorry then. Hey, Max. God bless you, brother. You doing all right? You're gonna miss breakfast now. Thanks to your dad. All right. What do you have to say about that? <laughs> All right, he's just about as good as you on the radio. All right, bye, y'all. You sure you don't want me to grab him something from the quick trip? A monster energy drink? All right, bye, Mac. Bye, y'all. Uh, oh, man. So, a um, couple big time. On a scale of one like to ten, thought, how mad is she? Uh, oh, I'd say about a nine or so. Then she was like, uh, like I thought she would be like, ha, 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 you know, a bit of tomfoolery. Like uh, jovial? No way. No. The opposite of jovial. So there's no chance she she could be like, see the funny side of this, like, ha-ha, now Daniel rushed it down, there's no chance? If she finds that, uh, that Mac not having breakfast is funny, then, yeah, she finds it pretty funny. Oh, and he also had homework. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I really blew it. I got it, I got it. Oh, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave now. Oh, boy. Buddy, you're done with. He had homework, and now he's not having breakfast. You have an extra bed? No, not for you, buddy. She's gonna burn down the. She's gonna burn down Tulsa. <laughs> right. Well, I guess I better uh, send her a, 
apology text. All right, Daniel, rush on back to the radio station. We, we got a show to do. Edible bouquet or something. This is you're in big trouble. Okay, thank, you don't have to say it over and over. I got it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna rush back to the uh, station after I have a bit of breakfast myself. Okay, we'll see you in a minute. the Bull. Today, coming up, if I I live to see it, 740 today, we've got that chance. um, Jimmy Buffett and a musical, Escape to Margaritaville. That's your chance. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country, 720. Look who's back. Daniel's back. Uh, He is my hero this morning because um, last night, I picked my son up from school, so a lot of times he leaves his backpack in my car. But my wife takes him to school. So last night she said, make sure you get that backpack out of that car tag. And I'm like, I got it, I got it, I got it. Please. You think I'm an idiot? And uh, what did I do? I I never got the backpack out. Came down here at 530 in the morning with the backpack in my car. The family's getting ready. Can't find the backpack because it's here in my car. And you went and you rescued me, Daniel. You jumped in my car, left the show for a minute, ran down to the school. And uh, how was my wife's attitude? Uh, She's not happy. Are you being? Are you just trying to scare me, or she's actually not too? Well, there was no tomfoolery. Normally, everybody sees me. They're like, "Oh, hey!" Uh-uh. Uh, she didn't say a word. Give me the backpack. Give me the backpack. Where's his water bottle? Yeah, like, I don't know. Oh boy. I'm kind of the impression, like, oh, it ain't the end of the world. But then she was like, she looked at me square in the face. Well, now he's not going to have breakfast. Oh my god, because they're running a little late. They'd miss the and, breakfast. And he had homework. Which, by the way, who's getting homework at kindergarten? I didn't know he had homework. He what's needs the, to tell what's me. What's the homework like? Color. <laughs> I don't understand what the homework could be, but uh-oh. anyway. He's going to get a bad grain. I mean, I don't. Is it the end of the world if he didn't have his backpack? What's in there anyway? Apparently, I guess that was his homework that he's supposed to bring in. And if he. Oh, my God. I have totally okay. screwed well, up. Anyway, not the, I don't, you know, not the end of the world. And even if, you know, you do have a terrible night at home tonight, who cares? What do you mean, who cares? Uh, nobody cares. I care. I care. Um, so I just. Taking calls so I'd feel a little bit better. Like, what's the dumbest thing that uh, your husband's done when it's. Uh, when it comes to the kids, I just, I just feel, I feel awful. Right. Well, you kind of should. Thank you. Um, my Thank husband. You. <laughs> well, that's really important, especially with kindergarten. Okay. And I, he's the only kid walking into school right now without his backpack. You know. But anyways, my husband, he, uh, my son is really attached to a blanket. Like, he will not sleep without it. My husband's a ripper. And he left town with the blanket in his car, and for two days I was up with my son, and I was so angry and frustrated because he knew it was there. He knew he should have got it out, and he did not. Yeah, so, so you were fighting you know, to sleep with your son because he wouldn't go to sleep because your husband took the blanket away by accident. Yes. Yeah. And right, he well, had it since birth. It was, yeah. Well, the He's reason, not the only one out there, though. And the reason Daniel's not here is because he has gone to the rescue. He, got, he hopped in my car, and now he's... Flying down to Midtown to get that backpack down there. So that's a good friend, right? Yeah. But you're back now. Yeah, let me commend you on the quality of that call. It sounded like she was calling from behind a waterfall. <laughs> did you not notice that while you were talking to her? <laughs> a little bit. I did. you, you didn't want to be like, hey, uh, yeah. it sounds like you're behind a waterfall? Thanks for rescuing me, man. Yeah, good job. Had you not done that, I don't know what my life really would have been like today. I mean, couldn't you have taken it after the show? I guess, but I think maybe he had his snacks. I don't know. But anyway, it's not a good situation. But I appreciate you doing that, Daniel. Whatever. And uh, we continue on with, uh, we got tickets. Jimmy Buffett, it's a musical, Escape mm-hmm. to Margaritaville. And that comes your way about 740 right here on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country, about six minutes away from uh, tickets 
Jimmy Buffett, the musical, escaped to Margaritaville. For some reason today, Tig's in a foul, yeah, it's a foul disposition, I would say. And I think what? it's a, a perfect storm. Are you First of all, you, for, you forgot to take your kid's backpack out. Then your wife calls. I have to go meet her. Also, you're mad at Taco Bell this morning? Well, listen, I, I, got, I got a little hankering for Taco Bell. And li- they took off the Mexican pizza, which blows my freaking mind. If they weren't making money on it, they could have just raised the price. And I think people w- would have still gotten the Mexican pizza. Anyway, whatever. But I still had a hankering. And I get on their menu online, and they say, uh, listen. For $5, it's kind of ridiculous. For $5, you get a drink, and you get this choice of your big burrito or chalupa and and then tacos and cinnamon twist. It's ridiculous. I mean, how do they charge 5 bucks for that? So um, uh, my wife was out and about, and I sent her, oh, yeah, and she wanted to take my order, and I said, get me the $5 box because I'm thinking I'm saving money. I'm going to have a ton of food. Gets there, available only at select locations. I think they're duping us into thinking you can go get that box anywhere. And then when you get there, they're like, ah, oh, yeah, we don't have the, the big box that makes us lose money. You're going to have to buy something else. And I think they draw you in like that. And then you get there and you, you're hungry for Taco Bell still so that you spend more, more than $5. Taco Bell is not very expensive, man. You can have like a face for like 6 $7. First of all, let's just call it what it is. It's the $5 trough. <laughs> that's, that's too much food. Even the drinks are troughs. Could you get through an entire... Taco Bell, it's Coke. It's, it's ridiculous. It's a trough of food, and then they give you a trash can filled with drink. So, <laughs> and it was supposed to be five bucks. Yeah, I guess you're right. For an extra buck or two, I probably got about the same. They have thing like a there. dollar menu. You give five, six items on that for five dollars. But I'm sure Taco Bell's listening to me and going, "Oh no, what happened?" Like I try to eat like a decent amount, not go crazy, and then all of a sudden now they get all these meals that are like, "You can't eat this for five dollars." Wendy's does one. Everybody's the, the in the biggie bag. Yeah, right, it's the like bag, it's a right. double cheeseburger, nuggets, fries, and a drink. And I'm like, come on, guys, don't tempt <laughs> me. Like, I don't have the. I'm like an animal. I don't have the urge to resist it. You don't have that part of your brain that can shut that down. I do. You think it's more? It's the the value is making you want the five dollar trough at Taco Bell more, or do you think it's the taste of the food? I think it's the value because you're like, oh, it's ridiculous. I'm coming out ahead economically on this if I get this trough of food. It's like, and for me, it's I say, there's no way I can eat all this. And so I'll have, like, lunch tomorrow, too, for $5. This idiot eats leftover fast food the next day. What am I supposed to do? Throw it away? I think it's economical and brilliant. Buffett musical Escape to Margaritaville. And we've got Aaron and Chelsea. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning. Ready to, are you nervous at all, or are you ready to go? A little bit. <laughs> okay. Daniel, okay, am I allowed to help her with this quiz? or uh, Maybe she can figure it out without you. Okay. I'll, I'll just shut up. Aaron, uh, I'm gonna, it's, it's called Jimmy Buffett Vocabulary Words. I'm going to give you some definitions to words frequently found in Jimmy Buffett songs. You just have to identify the, uh, the vocabulary word based on its definition. Oh, Lord. Okay. Up first, are you ready to go here? Yes. This is a cocktail made with tequila and citrus fruit juice. Hurricane. No, a cocktail made with tequila and citrus fruit juice, often mentioned in Jimmy Buffett songs. Margarita. Here we go. Margarita is correct. How about a vacation on a ship or boat following a predetermined predetermined course, usually calling in at several ports? A vacation on a ship or a boat? A cruise. Cruise is correct. How about... A small vessel propelled on water by oars, sails, or an engine. 
a, I'm sorry, can you repeat it? A small vessel propelled on water by oars, sails, or an engine. A boat. A boat. Here you go. Not too hard, is it? No. How about a hamburger with a slice of cheese on it? A cheeseburger. Here you go. And finally, Aaron, this is the day of the week before Tuesday and following Sunday. Monday. There you go. Look at that. That'll make your health tide. Batted a thousand, didn't she? She did. Well, she got them all right. And look at that. You're going to go see Escape to Margaritaville, the Jimmy Buffett musical. Who are you going to take to the uh, show with you? Oh, probably my husband. Go have fun. And thank you so much. Thank I know we're, you. we're new to town, Tig and Daniel, and you got a new radio station, 98.5 The Bull, and I appreciate you giving us a shot, okay? Thank you. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... Five, the Bull in today's hot country. We're climbing up into the triple digits today. And, Daniel, you had asked about football practice and how do they get in these pads and they're running around. It's crazy. I thought, well, they'll uh, surely they'll just practice first thing in the morning when it's very early so that it's still cool. No, 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 no. High schoolers, at least. This is from Amber Letter, who, Ledbetter, who works here. She says that the high school kids practice every day after school. That's like the hottest, uh, you think noon's hot, but you go outside three or four in the afternoon, it's completely miserable. I say, well, how in the world do they do that? She says they suck it up. Wow. Now, say uh, school gets done at what time? I don't know. My son gets out 2.15, 2.30, somewhere in there. So I'm looking, you can do. You can check the weather and see like at what time. So say they start practice at four. It's still 100 degrees. If they waited until five, 99 degrees, one degree better. <laughs> That is insane. How did they do that? I mean, they're at least they're young and could probably we would die out there for sure. Oh Lord, I, I won't even walk my dog during the day because it's too hot for me. So I can't imagine how the kids are not only if it's too hot for me to just gently walk. I can't imagine strapping on gear and all that and then running around out there. Guess what? Uh, football fields don't feature shade. Not at all. In fact, that would be a bad football field if it had trees in the middle of it. But I guess that just goes to show that teenagers would there's they don't like getting up early no matter what. Even, even if, if I means. knew, yeah, even if I knew that it's yeah. going to be about 60 when I wake up in the morning, that practice would go so much better. I think I would still prefer to try it right after school. You're going to make fun of me, but when I was in high school, not because of, not because of the organization I was a part of, but we went to band camp and it was like 100 degrees outside, and that was rough. And for like hours a day, we're marching around on that field holding pretty heavy instruments. I mean, I'm not going to say it was anything like the football players, but... It was hot as hell. Uh, I used to date a girl in, in band, and she would have to go. What do they have to do? They have to go to these big, like, state um, state competitions. competitions. Yeah. And you'd sit there and watch, and they would be out there marching and all that. And it, about every one minute, somebody just fall right out. You know, just, the tuba player just collapses. Especially in those, uh, they wear, like, Civil War general uniforms. Like, they're wool. and <laughs> it's, like the it's like 100 degrees, and you're... I don't get it. Why do they have to dress like they're those guards that guard the palace in England? You know, with those long, crazy hats on. It's just and- traditions. So God bless you uh, folks in high school getting out there and getting it done. I and, wouldn't be able to do it. And you claim that the coach looked terrible when he's done. And he looks like he's been cutting grass all day, although he's just sitting out there with a. So it is hot. God bless you guys. And it's not going to get any better. 100 today, 100 tomorrow. It's 8-11 with Ty Daniel and this is 98.5 The Bull. Also, also, we do have some really good news about the little girl, the three-year-old that was in the uh, hospital with ICU 
or with uh, COVID in the ICU. Some good news on that front is next. Scotty McCreary in U time with 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. We are Tig and Daniel. Some, uh, some nasty scammers are hitting some folks here in Tulsa. And what they're doing is, you know, the government is giving away COVID aid and all that kind of stuff. And people are calling you and they'll say, hey, we're from the uh, Federal Trade Commission. And you have like 1500 bucks coming towards you. But the problem is we tried to send you the 1500 bucks, but we need your bank account information. And so, and this lady here, she's remained anonymous. I guess she's a little embarrassed that she did this. But she said, you know, the person on the other end sounded so concerned for us. It's like, you know, I know this probably, you're probably struggling. And, you know, we got this 1500 bucks, but we need some personal information. And I don't know exactly what they got, but they definitely got the bank account number and blah, 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 blah. So she's excited about her 15 bu- or 1500 bucks, goes in and checks it, zero bucks. Ooh, ouch. They just cleaned her out. Ain't that wrong? Especially when she needs the money. It's getting so bad that I'm starting to have to question whether things are, because they're getting very clever, man. They really are. A lot of times they'll email you or something like that, and they'll be like, um, hey, you've been locked out of your Netflix account. Let's get you logged back in. And, yeah. and they ask for your password and things like that. But they're getting cleverer and cleverer. I'm getting a little nervous, man. Me too. You know, here at work, they uh, they do this, I don't know, exercise where they send some of us an email that's actually like a... They call it phishing. Phishing, right? So they're testing us. And I, I got this email that looks so legit. And I used to go like, how could somebody be so dumb to get fished? You know, but this email looks so legit. And I, I said, okay, well, and it even looked like a work. It even came from our office domain. I even checked. I said, well, it's coming from inside the building. It, it must be lit. I clicked it and it went to a screen with a skull on it and said, you've been fished. And I was like, oh no. And then a couple weeks later, I got an email that said, you know, you fell for it. So tons of scams. Uh, if your phone rings 10 times in a day and it's not your wife or, you know, somebody in your family, who is it? Eight out of 10 times. It's going to be warranty people or just whatever. Scammers, that stuff. right? That's right. And I'm getting inundated with it. And I thought, oh, it's just because of my age. I've been around a long time. Maybe that's why I'm getting so many. No, my brother is 16, and he's like, I don't even answer the phone anymore ever because it's all that. It's all that. And I'm like, why would they do that to a 16-year-old? They don't have any money. You know, it's, well, I guess, even if they had 300 bucks in there. But I got a call one time, and this was the weirdest call I ever got. A guy called, and he said he was with the IRS. And he says, dude, you misfigured your taxes. You know, this is punishable, five years in jail. And... You need to go ahead and mail us your last $1,500 that you owe us or something. And we need it within the hour, which was, you know, I knew it was fake, but I, I kept on just to see where he was going to go with this. And I said, well, how do I get you $1,500 within the hour? He goes, you go to like a Walgreens and you buy some type of gift card or something. Then you call us with the serial number on the gift card and then we won't send the police. And I said, well, I ain't going to do that. And he goes, well, sir, the police are on the way to get you right now. And I could see where somebody that, you know, you get an older person or something that's a little confused and they think the police are coming. You know, it obviously works if they continue calling. Some people fall for it. What's scary is they're going to get better and better and better. Just, you know how you have filters on your, like, Snapchat and things like that now or you can make your face look like somebody else's? What happens when they're able to take our voice and then you get a phone call and it's, hey, Tig, I'm in jail. I need, I need you to wire me X amount of dollars. Yeah, that's scary. I never considered that. If they get good at that kind of technology... Like your mom could call you and get money from you. 
and it wasn't your mom the whole time. Wow. Now you got me really nervous. Yeah, so. I'm going to throw my uh, cell phone into the Arkansas River, actually, <laughs> right after <laughs> That's this. That's a good idea. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. You know, uh, the opposite of all this is Barry's. Barry has been in, in business here it, since 1978 at Snow's Furniture. And here's the deal. A lot of other places you go to and you might fall in love with a couch or whatever. I wonder if Barry gets a lot of those calls down there. Probably not. He's smart enough not to fall for it. I need to call Barry and let him know. We should call Barry as Barry and see if it blows his mind. <laughs> Barry? Yeah, Barry. But he uh, he runs Snow's Furniture, locally owned since 1978, as I said. And what, what's good about that is a lot of these other stores, they're fine and all that, but they don't have the stuff in stock. Everything you see is already in town. So the, the couch you fall in love with, the dining room table, you can actually take it home that day if you want to. And the other thing I really like is they don't follow you around and sell you the stuff that they make the most money on. They just kind of leave you alone. And then when you're ready to check out, you say, hey, I like that one over there and I like this one. And and they'll even deliver it for you. Oh, Snow's Furniture, right here in town. You can check it out 